Hello, everybody. This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being, in which we go live two, sometimes three times a week at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay, never mind. That was my fake news anchor voice. Welcome back, y'all. I have another episode tonight with uh, Pablito, because I know he loves when I call him Pablito. And we're going to talk about subconscious influence and communication today. And it's a topic that I think I've discussed before, but what better topic to uh, discuss with Pablito, who's here with us from uh, CDMX, aka Mexico City, Mexico, right? Or Orale, bro. Orale. Yeah. You know, I'm working on my Spanish to get better, obviously. So welcome back, bro. How's everything? And are you ready for another Liddy episode? Welcome, everyone. Thank you for inviting me, Brian. I am very excited this summer. We'll talk about subconscious communication. Whoa. Damn, man. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, you know how it is. You know how we do. You know how we do it, babe. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know what we we're going to talk about that, man. Shit. But this is a great example, though, to be on your fucking goddamn toes. Because once you operate from a higher consciousness, it doesn't matter what the fuck you want to talk about. It's always going to be there inside of you. Yeah, I'm excited. Even though I hate being called Pablito. For some fucked up reason, people always call me Pablito. I'm like, come on, man, shit. <laughs> Even though my true name is Jay Sipakli. Jay Sipakli. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, man, but thank you for having me here. Awesome, brother. Now, if you guys don't know him, obviously, image consultant, right? He deals with uh, the manipulation of perception. He's worked with politicians. He's worked with Modelo, right? He's been with brands. He's done a ton of stuff on even TV. TV, Erradura or Erradura, if you don't know. So obviously, especially if we're going to highlight one in particular, the political realm, right? Everything there is about influence and, and persuasion and manipulation. And I think, especially in regards to image, because most of you listen to me, you now are posting stuff online. You want to post stuff online. You're in sales. You're in some sort of entrepreneurial venture, or you're looking to better yourselves. And even if you're in a nine to five listening to this, you're looking to, um, Put yourself in a better position to be promoted or basically, you know, influence your world and be more cause as opposed to being effect. And this is a tool that you can use. Now, I bring a lot of the more of the linguistic stuff all the time. And I want to pass this question to, to Pablo and I'll, I'll, you know, we'll ping pong back and forth and I'll give him a few. So, and this will be the first one, dude. If, if someone is watching this and let's say they are going to, let's pretend that coronavirus isn't happening right now, right? And it's a normal business world. We're meeting with people, right? They're outdoor knocking. They're meeting with clients. And maybe if you can give them three things that people miss, right, that are actually super important or just three tips that you would give them. Um, and then maybe an example for each of something you'd recommend they do to create a certain effect. And you can pick any effect that you want, whether, you know, confidence or authority, and help them with that because I think this is so important and this is what creates that complete package. You know, if you have, if you have uh, th this whole subconscious part and the conscious part and you bridge it together, now you're forced to be reckoned with. So I'll pass the mic to you, my friend, and that's it for me. Thank you, Brian, for, oh shit, come on, man, yeah. But even, even you know, we're making fun of this type of voices and everything, but they're doing it, they're doing it for a reason, which is exactly what we're talking about today, subconscious communication. Being an image consultant, I was behind the scenes when it comes to, um, yeah, politics is the best way to explain image consulting, right? Uh, we basically write 
what people need to say, the, 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 the politicians. You think that they're making that shit up? No. There's a whole team behind them telling them, writing the, the words, telling them how to say it, the rhythm of it, what words to emphasize, you know, the fashion that they're going to wear, why they're going to wear it, where to look, how to, dude, even how to fucking smell when they're, they're about to close a deal or they're going to meet with someone. It's so manipulative, but it's so efficient. And people always, you know, the moment we say manipulation, people always think like, uh, manipulation, oh, God damn it, which is not a bad word. The same thing happens with judging. I judge you. You're judging my voice right as I'm fucking speaking. And it's a good thing. It's something good. <laughs> We cannot escape judging, which is to say analyzing. We're assessing the fucking communication that we're getting all the time. It's impossible not to do it. Otherwise, we're just, we, we wouldn't have any filters. And we would just be like, God, I don't know. What's the difference between, uh, between us and a rock? But you talk to a rock and what the rock is going to do? I knew you were going to say that shit. Would you say that? <laughs> so we as conscious human beings or as conscious beings with a certain level of awareness of who we are, of our own existence, we have filters that allow us to understand communication, different levels of communication, not just words. And that is the manipulation of perception because what is perception if not a combination of, of messages, which is, say, communication, and, and uh, you filter that, and then it becomes your reality. So the way that I perceive the world or the way that I perceive, shit, I don't know, Trump, is either going to affect his image in a good way or in a bad way. So brands, advertising, uh, politics, And all these things, they know about that. And I don't know why people don't understand that. They spend billions of dollars, man. I'm not even joking for it. Billions and billions and billions. Man, they spend billions of dollars on presenting an image of themselves, right? Because they want to play with how you perceive them. Even if they, I mean, pick Coca-Cola, for example. We all know it's a piece of shit product. And it keeps selling. It sells every fucking year, even more. How, how can you explain that? People know it's a shitty product and it's actually bad. That's bad for you. But it keeps selling. Why is that? You, can, you have it. It's image. So the three things that I want to give you guys is the first one is have an awareness of your identity. Because having an, an awareness of your, of your identity is to have a responsibility over it. It's to have a consciousness and to work upon who you say you are, who you think you are, and how you're going to present it into the world. You're basically through that, you're going to through that. <laughs> man, we can't, can't take this shit seriously, man. Shit. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, man. I'm shit. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying, man? Oh, identity awareness. You're how conscious you are about who you are. Because who you say you are, who you think you are will determine and will dictate the rest of your fucking life, right? If I identify myself as being an NM, <laughs> then my life is going to be lived as an NM, right? And I was just discussing that with uh, Kevin. What's an NM? Just so they know. Oh, I can't say that, man. They're not woke enough. 
if I identify myself as a low frequency piece of shit, you know, as a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm ashamed of who I am and where, where, where I come from, which is something that I always see. And I always say it and I always bring it back because I fucking hate seeing Mexicans being afraid or African-Americans or Chinese people being afraid and ashamed of showing their true self. Like, yeah, I'm Chinese. So the fuck what? And I'm proud of that shit. Yeah, I'm Mexican. So the fuck what? I'm proud of Quetzalcoatl. Yes, I'm black. So the fuck what? I'm proud of the Dogons, which is a great culture in Africa. So the fuck what, right? So if, if they destroy your identity, if they destroy or manipulate your roots, you're not rooted. So you're going to be very easy to fall down. You, you're going to fall down. It's going to be very easy to, to, to manipulate, which is what they're doing. Well, the first tip is work on your identity awareness know who the fuck you are don't think you are know you are whoa morpheus is a shit the second tip that i want to give is of course and, and you mentioned it is once you determine who you are because no one else will pick that for you 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 do it yourself i mean when you grow up and as you are developing yourself yes maybe your parents will pick your name your creed your whatever right but there's a certain point when you say, you say, and you have to say, like, fuck this shit, who the fuck they are, who the fuck they think you are to tell me who I am and how, how am I supposed to live my life? I'm the one who's going to determine that. So the second step is having the balls, the courage, the willpower, the confidence, and the self-esteem to go along with it. Okay, this is who I am. Now I have the balls to do it. That means, as an image consultant, is being congruent, right? Is being congruent, being confident and and, 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 and ballsy enough to say, okay, I identify myself as a realtor. Then I have to look like a realtor, not just say about it, you know, just talking about it like, yeah, you know, I'm a realtor. Oh yeah, I'm a successful person. Or yeah, I'm a stylish person, but then you look like shit. You know, every time I, I'm talking about image, people always tend to, to think about fashion, the fashion industry. And when they think about the fashion industry, they think about a certain outfits. You know, they think about, oh, it's about wearing suits. No, motherfucker, I don't give a fuck if you wear suits or not. Who gives a fuck about that? No one gives a fuck about that, man. No one. Only the motherfuckers that are trying to sell you uh, suits. That's it. Of course, they're going to tell you, and it's, it goes back to the same shit, manipulation of perception. They're manipulating you to th into thinking that you need to wear suits to be, in quotes, professional. So then you're all fucked up and thinking you're, you know, coming up as a realtor or coming up as a salesman. Like, oh, I want to be professional. What do I do? I got to own a suit. Wrong. Wrong. You don't have to do it like that. This brings me to the third step that I want to talk about, which is know your audience. Know your environment. You have to be so, what's the word? Um, observador. Observant. You have to be super observant. Most people are very uh, self-aware, you know, like, oh my God, what are people thinking about me right now because of the sound of my voice, because of how I look, because my little pancita, because, uh, and instead of being outside, looking at your audience and, 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 you know, they're giving you the answers that you need. They're telling you all the time what the fuck they want. If you just observe them, you'll know how to operate. You'll know what to wear, what to say, how to maneuver around your environment to understand what the fuck you're gonna, you have to do. You know, like uh, if you're in the jungle and you don't know your surroundings, you're gonna fucking die. You have to open up your eyes and be like, okay, there's a tiger right there. Okay, I need to assess the situation. 
and know what I'm going to do. It's the same thing in the business world or any other fucking world, relationships or, 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 or anything. And people are always into themselves, but in a bad way, right? They are insecure, thinking too much on, on themselves. Like, oh, oh, what is the tiger going to think about me? Is he going to hit me? Like, no, move, motherfucker, right? So that's the third one, man. It's uh, be observant because um, this, the, the same things with, with politicians, and then I'll pass it back to you after this, man, is the brands, and I know because I've worked with them, they spent a lot of money, time, and effort, and energy studying us. And I was part, you know, I took part in uh, Herradura and all these um, other, other brands. I took part in creating uh, focus groups, right? So, so that they could understand their audience. Okay, this is what these motherfuckers are thinking. So now you or we as a brand, what the fuck are we going to do? How are we going to penetrate their minds so that they can buy from us? So that they can say, okay, there are hundreds of tequilas out there, but fuck them. Herradura is the best. Well, you can do the same shit with you. There's a hundred of motherfucking realtors out there, or there's a hundred of motherfucking image consul consultants out there. How can I persuade them to, into picking me? But I mean, you have to be, um, you have to have values as well, but I'll pass it to you, man. That's a lot, man. Damn. Yet applicable, I think, for everybody at every level. One question that popped up to me even early on um, and this should, you know, it's a really simple one is, you know, we're always uh, processing through the senses, right? Like, you know, smell, sight, touch, right? Taste, hearing, the five senses. If there was one in particular you would tell people to focus on that you would say probably has like the strongest effect or maybe one that's the most underestimated, which one would it be and why? That's, great. that's a great question. Uh, would you say that? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Uh, that's a great question, man. For sure, the first one, the most important one, or the, I wouldn't say the most important one, but the strongest one is visual senses. Because more than 90% of the decisions that we take are based through our eyes, through what we see. So that's super, super, super important. And the, the other one that I would say is also very important is uh, the smell, the scent. Because that's... the connected directly into our limbic system, which is um, the emotions, memories. Yeah. So everything that we remember is going to be through the smell. But everything, the decisions that we take, it's what we see. Oh, do I vibe with it? You're not vibing with shit. You're just looking at it and judging it and assessing it and thinking, I like it or I don't like it. That's it. There's no in-between. And it sounds pretty shitty, but it is what it is, all right? It happens. And it happens in less than five seconds. Yeah. So you see something, you assess it very, very quickly, and immediately you decide whether you are going, you like it and if, or you don't like it. If you like it, you'll probably buy, buy from it or you'll be persuaded by it. If you don't like it, you'll have a tendency to reject it, even if it's good for you, yeah. right? Which is something that happens. If it's something good for you, like, oh, I don't like it. Why not? Yeah. Shit, I don't know. Because it's a visual sense, man. So, yeah, that's very important. Yeah, dude. You know, when I think about it, uh, like even just thinking as you were speaking, I've made a lot of decisions like that. The majority of them, I mean, goddamn, I've rejected even like the the yerba mate that we drink yeah. or even like looking at comparing two or three books just like the cover of it and, and how it is on the eyes one may be better but if it wasn't recommended you know then maybe i'd go for the other one just because of aesthetically how it looks and that is 100 percent a judgment of the eyes because we're not seeing we're not like okay i don't like it but hey i'm gonna go look at all the reviews first no we're just like next and that is processed in milliseconds which is crazy now the follow-up question i have for that would you say that uh, 
funny inside joke that we have from Instagram. Um, so the follow-up question I have for that in regards to sight is a lot of people are going to say, well, okay, I don't have the best suits. I'm not the best looking person, right? I don't have the fancy marketing. If that's true, Pablo, then I don't have a chance because I'm new and I don't have that fancy stuff. And I, I was going to ask you, and I know it's not about how you look in quotes, right? You don't have to be the best looking person, but can you explain that a little bit more? Because so many people write themselves off and say, well, I don't have a chance then because they think looks is you need to be the most beautiful person or have the most beautiful marketing. Damn. Yeah, that's so true. Which is the, one of the number one things that I work with my clients as an image consultant, which ties into, into the first thing I said, the first recommendation, the first point, which was identity consciousness, right? Or identity awareness. I, when, once you understand who you are, you embrace and accept yourself, all of your parts and your counterparts, so even the things that are, seem antagonistic, like, oh, this, you know, this is a bad thing for me, but it's actually something good that you can use. So yeah, most people, because they're getting manipulated, they think, oh, well, you know, I have to be good looking. Well, what does that even mean? Does being good looking mean being fucking tall, blue eyed and blonde? Fuck no. I'm short, uh, fucking Aztec looking ass motherfucker. And I'm the best looking motherfucker, one of the best looking. <laughs> motherfuckers, one of the best singers, baddest motherfuckers of all times, <laughs> right? Uh, which is in his confidence and all that. But yeah, I want to explain that a little bit. And I, I don't want to get too deep into that because there's a whole science behind that, right? The, the science of studies image. Um, it's just about having the balance between the, how do you say it? The presentation and then the background. There is not one without the other. And most people tend to just focus on one, right? People think that it's only about what's going on on the inside. So they neglect the outside and then people don't want to talk to them. People don't want to do business with them because they smell like shit and they look like shit, even though they're super fucking smart and, and they have everything for the clients or the other one, which is shallow fake people, right? Which is they look phenomenal. They look very, very in quotes, uh, professional and good looking, but they don't know shit. You know, they have no essence behind them. So what to do is just think in terms of aesthetics, which is an SPFC rule. This is a rule, a system that I created to help all of you motherfuckers out there in the world. Literally, you can be tall, short, fat, skinny, black, yellow, rainbow, purple, whatever, man. But if you understand the things that I'm about to say and you apply them correctly, <laughs> shit, you'll find a formula of perfection, right? This is a formula, no brainer. You apply it and people will have no other choice but to embrace you because you're embracing yourself. So SPFC stands for, for S, silhouette. So it's your body shape, okay? We all have different body shapes, right? So it's knowing what, good, what works better aesthetically for your body shape. Uh, P works for, uh, stands for proportion. Proportion is that, okay, shit, uh, I don't know. You have longer legs, shorter torso, long neck, and that also, it's like an art. Like when you're painting, when, when you're seeing an artist painting a, a, a frame or, or a canvas, yeah. they're thinking about the proportions. When you talk to an architect, they're thinking about proportions. Okay, so how long is this going to be, the, 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 the building and this and that? We're all, you know, if you talk to artists, they're always thinking about proportions because proportions create the, the uh, essence or the um, illusion of beauty. That's it, all right? So proportion, you have to know your proportions. Proportions, remember that. And it's okay if you're a little bit on proportion. We're all fucking on proportion. Even the hottest girl, the best looking guy, one eye is uh, bigger than the other one. 
uh, one boob is bigger than the other one or lower or higher. It's fucking normal. It's shit. Yeah. Well, you, you better check that out, man. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. Once you understand that you start feeling sorry for yourself and feeling like a little bit weird, like, Oh man, my, I have a big head. No, no, no. It's just about your proportion. And then you can create fashion illusions, right? This is about pure fashion through certain colors, through certain uh, garments, through certain accessories, through uh, certain fabrics, you can balance that out. All right. So that's SP already said P F stands for fit, which is shit. The one of the most important things, because I don't care if you're fat. I don't care if you're short, tall, skinny, strong, bulky, whatever, wear things that actually fit your body shape, your body. All right. I hate seeing people wearing baggy shit. You know, it, it, it doesn't work for that. I mean, if you're fat, people tend to think that if they, if they wear bigger things, they're going to hide themselves in it. And it looks bad. It looks unprofessional. It looks like shit. And some, sometimes people that are super hot tend to wear very, very small things. And it looks tacky. It looks horrible, right? So fit. And then the last one is color. And color, whew, it's a whole science behind that too. Because colors, oh man, they're a frequency. So it's like basically you're wearing a whole value, right? Yeah. That's why there's this uh, science of power ties and all that. It's because there are certain colors that will subliminally communicate into the subconscious to do, operate, and, and react in a specific way. Even if they don't want to, just by looking at that color, boom, they have no other way. Just like maybe hypnosis, right? If you know how to do it in a sequence, they have, well, oh, yeah, whatever you say. So colors have that effect on us. That's very important. So that's SPFC. Remember, silver, proportion, fit, and color. Love it, man. Well, I think this is a good place for us to, to put a halt and then we'll, we'll continue on the next episode. Thank you again for coming, Pablo. I'll put all of his, uh, I'll put, uh, I'll put all of his stuff in the description if you guys want to check him out. Um, I've obviously bought all this stuff. Uh, I know he recently, and I can wrap it up with this. I know you just recently released your vault as well. And, um, and I think you just released it recently, right? So you can tell them a little bit more about it and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. It's called The Power of Image. It's 20 bucks a month, and it's a vault, my private vault with hundreds and thousands of hours in content. Uh, a lot of videos, a lot of these things that I was, I was talking about, exactly what I was explaining right now, the science of image. So you just go to stylesystems.net or pablomentor.com or just DM me on all, all over social media at pablomentor, and you'll find it over there. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks for coming on, brother. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Same place, same time. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Supreme Being, we're out. Peace.